Hello everyone and welcome to the latest Society of Sports Therapists member story interview. Uh, I'm Tom Pinder, Vice Chair of the Communications Group and today we're speaking to Jason Hind who's a Senior Lecturer at Leeds Beckett University on Sports and Exercise Therapy degree programmes and he's currently studying or completing his PhD in Cycling Biomechanics. So hi Jason, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what your background is? Hello Tom, it's good to speak to you again. Um, yes, I've been a sports therapist since qualifying at Teesside University in 2006 and um, since then, you know, I taught as a senior lecturer at Teesside University for almost 10 years. Um, I attained a, a master's in strength and conditioning there Then um, also helped Steve Smelt, who was the, the programme lead to set up a social enterprise for student sports. Well, it's a student sports injury clinic, but staff worked in the clinic too. And then moved on to Leeds Beckett University. So I've been there for four years as a senior lecturer in sports and exercise therapy. Um, and now run my own injury clinic alongside that. And Leeds Beckett University is also where I'm doing my PhD in cycling biomechanics registered in the School of Sport. Cool. Um, so how, how was it that you became a sports therapist? So what, what, what made you want to become a sports therapist? Well, uh, in the, the early 90s, there was uh, a sort of change in the, the knowledge that was being, that had become available related to sports science. So sports science was in its, its inception. Mm -hmm. I had a few colleagues that had studied sports science in Edinburgh and there was a, an HND in sports therapy that had become available at Edinburgh's Telford College. Right. So I, I, was, I was already employed. I had been employed in a job that was well paid, but I decided to change my career. And um, it was mainly because I was competing in cycling. So I've been competing in mountain biking for the last 25 years or so. And at that time, I was just really reading everything I could on biomechanics, bike fit, sports injuries, psychology, nutrition, strength and conditioning, any information I could find related to sports science to improve my own cycling performance and then decided mm -hmm. to, to change my career path and train in Edinburgh firstly and then I moved down to Teesside to finish off a degree so I, I got direct entry into the second year at Teesside University and then yeah. finished the two years there. Nice one. So what were your experiences as a student in, at Teesside then? What, how, how did you get on? So what were the placement opportunities like? Um, what was the course like? How has it changed since then? All that. Well, it, it has changed quite a bit. I mean, uh, at that time and the same when I was in Edinburgh, um, you had to find your own placement provision. There was no rest restriction on hours. It wasn't the, the 200 hours fixed. And for me, that was that was ideal. I think I've kind of worked out that I probably got between the, that over that four-year period around fifteen hundred hours of experience. So the, that you know, I went over to Italy when I was in Edinburgh, and between the, the two years that I studied there, I worked with a cycling team in Italy during the summer. Wow. Um, uh, we we had injury clinics at the the college in Edinburgh as well, but uh, when I came down to Teesside, I was at Middlesbrough Football Club and Leeds United mm -hmm. and then Catrick, the military base there. 
and then uh, we obviously had our, our injury clinic at the university but at that time voluntarily you could go every night if you wanted so I just chose to do that because I was really keen to learn so I'm a mature student and um, I decided to change my career. Cool um, so you're a senior lecturer now what what made you go straight into teaching after finishing your degree what made you you want to teach? Well uh, I'd been asked, I had originally intended to return back to Edinburgh to set up a sports injury clinic and there was an opportunity for an elite athlete bursary scheme funded programme that would be linked with a social enterprise at Teesside University. So that initially um, I set up a, a clinic, a satellite clinic as part of the university and then worked across three different clinics. Yeah. And then opportunities came up for part-time teaching. So it was 0.5 initially and then moved to full-time teaching. Um, but I've still continued over that over the last 16 years to work in clinic every week. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, so you're currently, you're currently completing your PhD in cycling biomechanics. Um, I presume that that was always something that you wanted to do or so, at least wanted to do a little bit more research into that sort of topic area given your background in cycling. Yes, um, I have a, an association with a lot of cyclists and over the last 25 years and, and continue to race and during that time you know I've I've spoken to a lot of cyclists about their injuries and bike fit and I've, I've self-managed and, and had bike fits myself and, and I think um, you know within that, that area it's, it is a, a personal interest but my undergraduate dissertation was the instance and cause of lower back pain in competitive cyclists and then my MSc thesis was yeah. all directed around cycling so that was that was related to saddle tilt um, and then my PhD, you know, again, is um, that's related to the saddle pelvis interface. Yeah. Cool. Um, and and is is your PhD something that that you think will set you up for doing future research after you've completed your PhD? Are you going to carry on that sort of research into the cycling topic and how that affects affects things like your low limb biomechanics or Yes, I mean, I, I think um, for me, over the the last few years I've been doing my PhD, I enrolled in October 2018. Initially, it was my own personal interest in performance and biomechanics, kinematics. And as I've, you know, with, with teaching anatomy over the years and, and being interested in, in all aspects of the, the human body, um, I began to start to change my impression of, of where my emphasis is and that's it's more related to health and well-being and participation in cycling rather than performance. I mean there's obviously a close link between the two but um, for, for me I think that if more people can cycle then it's going to be beneficial for the environment and physical health and mental health mm -hmm. and being able to find ways to, to increase saddle comfort would be my main aim and I've been looking at product design and postdoc research you know after my PhD. Yeah cool okay um, for those sort of uh, students or, or for those graduate sports therapists that are wanting to sort of go down a, a cycling route is what are the what are the opportunities like in terms of working within professional cycling working in research into cycling what would you have any advice for those sort of students or those sports therapists? 
Well, I think it is a fairly niche area and mm -hmm. the, you know, there's obviously a lot of people who do participate in cycling, but it's estimated around 5% compete. Um, the majority, you know, through a survey that I conducted recently are recreational cyclists, so commuters, right. and so they, they don't compete in events, but, you know, they, they cycle between 8 and 12 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And so we, you do have a lot of issues that can relate to that. And I think that they're, they're definitely, I, mean, I have been considering this myself, but there, there has to be um, more knowledge and education for sports therapists to help cyclists. So related yeah. basic principles of bike fit, which we've been teaching, certainly I've been delivering within our post-grad program mm -hmm. to sports and exercise med and, and sports therapy students. But um, yeah, I mean, there are sort of basic sort of guidelines that you can give therapists, but um, in terms of opportunities, I think for me, um, I've had predominantly within my own injury clinic through association, I treat mainly cyclists, triathletes and runners. Yeah. And they, they'll come to my clinic because they know me from you know, participating in races and Mm -hmm. and through friends of friends and, and recommendations. But um, I think that for a lot of therapists, it's knowing and, and associating with cycling clubs. And there are a lot of cycling clubs as well as running clubs and triathlon clubs yeah. around the country. And then potentially presenting workshops. You know, if you don't have the knowledge initially, then, you know, there are post-grad courses available on bike fit which can mm -hmm. be a good start and there's some really good resource available online that could help therapists to, to potentially tap into that that area where there's, there's so many um, I guess specialist sort of areas that you could work within cycling you know yeah cool so Next steps once you've done your PhD. What what what's next for you? What what are your sort of future aspirations in in sports therapy game? Well, I think you know learning and teaching still really interests me, and you know at Teesside, sorry at Leeds Beckett University, and and it was similar at Teesside. You know, I, I'm really passionate about helping students to progress within their career, mm -hmm. and. You know, for a lot of students, they have so many opportunities, but they, they don't really have a great deal of self-belief at the, at the beginning of their degree programme. Yeah. And it's knowing where their strengths lie and, and working on any areas that they need to, to develop. And yeah, that's that's a big passion of mine. And, and I think that, you know, along alongside the learning and teaching, you know, postdoc research certainly related to cycling, but a lot of collaborative research across the, the department. We've got a really strong team within Leeds Beckett, and um, it, there's some really exciting opportunities to work with some of my colleagues um, within sort of mixed methods research, qualitative research that we've been discussing more recently. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well. Thank you very much for uh, talking to us today. It's been a it's been a, a pleasure just to sort of hear a little bit about uh, your background and uh, how you became a sports therapist and and like you said the the niche sort of area of sports therapy that you operate in when it comes to your cycling and your bike fit. Um, so thanks for talking to us. Um, for the members that are listening to this, um, so for future 
member stories, we'd like uh, the SST membership to try and nominate a, an SST member that they think would be a good a good fit for for their story. So who have an in, an interesting story as a sports therapist and and as their as their career has has developed over the years. So any uh, members who think that they know of somebody who would make a good uh, member story interview candidate then then please get in touch and, and let us know on social media thanks again jason for talking to us today uh, and and all the best for for everything in the future thanks very much tom